Last time on Heavenly Gaze. <laughs> <laughs> Living reckless. <laughs> I feel like every single year, yeah. I entered into a new depth of living, a new depth of life, a new depth of delivery. 100%. Oh, wow. I, I look back at myself before, yeah. yeah. Even after I became a Christian, there was still a lot of things that I was struggling with, yeah. <laughs> but God saved me. <laughs> God delivered me. And it's another level of freedom. Amen. And like, I'm more oh, free today yeah. than I was yesterday. God's mercy is in you every it's single true. day. And I can't imagine, mm. like, if we're in the world here, every single day of becoming more in depth in bondage like you're becoming more deep wow. in bondage more chains every single day mm. more insecurities more pressures more anxiety but if you become if you come to jesus yeah there's more light there's more freedom there's more joy there's more peace there's more deliverance so if you're trying to say yeah when i'm older i'm gonna give my life to christ yeah give your life to christ when you're older but i promise you you're gonna have so many more things to cut off when you come into the light, you have to get rid of so much more darkness when you come into yes. the light. Wow. That baggage. Mm. Like, you're gonna have to give the curse to Jesus, but you're gonna be like, Jesus, I'm yeah. gonna be here for a while. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to Heavenly Gaze. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can serve God even from a young age. I really, really hope you're blessed by listening to this podcast. If you are, continue to get back at us, share us your testimonies, share with us all the good things you've learned from the podcast because we've been so encouraged for everyone's feedback. And thanks for watching. Stay to the end. Bye. <laughs> and the thing is, I've never met a season like an older believer who's ever said, ah, oh, you know what? I'm so grateful I came to Christ when I was old because I had a chance oh, to live I got my to life. Live my life. Yes. <laughs> I said to me, literally, I've never, I've never heard of that. They've always said to me, "I wish I come to Christ when I was younger." I remember in year yeah. series when she came to our church. She said, "You know, I wish when I was in secondary school I'd come yeah. to Christ. I'd be in those dinner halls in the canteen, standing on tables preaching to people about Jesus Christ." You know, you have so much power in your youth. That's why yeah. Jesus was calling these men, Jeremiah. He was calling these young men. David to use them for his ministry that's why God mm. used those men because in your youth mm-hmm. you, look at Timothy for instance okay yes. Paul's writing to him and he's telling him to you know use his youth to preach the gospel and not go weary even the Ecclesiastes forget not that maker yes. in the days of that youth yes. okay that yeah. means don't forget the don't forget God. in your youth you're so effective mm. in your youth people look at us and they think wow it's really possible because I remember I don't know about you guys but I remember when I was growing up and I hadn't really given my life to Christ yet and I was you know going from church to church and I was seeing you know all these adults in there you know singing and dancing especially in African cultures and you're thinking man that's so distant that's so far away yeah. they're all old they've lived yeah. their lives I was mm-hmm. asking them to tell me I can't go parties when she was living it up back in the day anyways yeah you know I mean? so, like so back in the day that's 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 what it felt like for me but as a young believer as a young woman in Christ Jesus I can now be that light to people my Amen. own age it's it's now mm-hmm. relatable to young people to even little little girls younger than me 12 13 they're coming up to me they go you know it's it's relatable yeah. to them thank you for explaining mm-hmm. it that mm-hmm. way because they're hearing it from a mouth that has been through similar experiences to them recently okay it's there's a difference when you've got an auntie telling you about um you know living your life for christ and a young person you can relate to yeah there's literally a generational gap and you may not see it but people coming to christ people listening to you know things i said before have told me that coming from your mouth as a young person okay that's been more impactful than having it come from someone older you know so in your youth you have that ability you're still young you're not married most most of the time. I mean, you ladies aren't married. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> not, yeah. you know, you've got no... You're not bound to any sort of duties that you have to do at home. You don't have to go and, you know, help your husband with whatever 
stuff he's got going on you're free you can live your life for christ openly you don't have to be home by seven for dinner okay you can go out and do great exploits for the lord you know so in your youth it's very important to to humble yourself and to follow the ways you make up because that's exactly how you can lead others to do the same mm. wow. it's a lot more effective that's that way. amazing yeah. So I think I think my pastor always says, yeah, everyone has something that they're passionate about. So people who are like, okay, I'm who people who are Christians, because there were a lot of people um when I was younger going to church, my old church, um, where it's like you will come to church, you'll see them every Sunday, or maybe they'll they won't even come, like they'll come you'll see them like once every three months or something. It's like, okay, yeah, you claim to be a Christian, but you're not really passionate for the things of God. Like you're not really, you're not really living this thing out. You're not really sold out for Jesus. And it's like, okay, you might just say, yeah, I'm just, that's not really me. That's not really me. A lot of people say that, like, I just worship, I worship God in my heart. Like he knows I love him. But it's like, there's so many other things that you openly are passionate about. Like everyone has something that they Mm. love. Everyone has something that they scream and shout for joy. In our, I think in our generation, we can clearly see it's like, the music industry when people go to concerts they go crazy i think like if i think that's kind of like it's as a christian i think it's like kind of disrespectful to god like that you're doing all these things like you're spending so much money to look a certain way you're passionate about all these things but you're not passionate about god who saved you who's who's given you the opportunity to to salvation who's brought you to the light everyone has something that they're passionate about and if it's not yeah. if it's not christ it's worthless so yeah, yeah i don't think that excuse it doesn't stand like it's not really me like i just like to whisper in my own time like i'll go church i don't need to go church that sort of thing do you know what i mean yeah because my pastor always says as well the people who say oh i'm just not really passionate about anything i'm a bit of an introvert you know i keep myself to it's myself lie. he always says there's places <laughs> where you're willing to do the most so it's like yeah, you should 100%. also be willing to do the most for um for god as well and in coming to God, there has to be a difference between the way that you were before and the way that you are now. Like in um, Matthew 3 verse 8, it says, bring forth therefore fruit to meet for repentance. So that means that there should be evidence that something has changed in you. In coming to God, you can't be the same dull Christian that you were before. He didn't really want to do too much for God. In giving your life to Christ fully, there must be a difference. Um, so it's like, say, if I was saying, oh, I want to lose weight. And I've been working out, working out every day, and you're not seeing anything. It's like there's no fruits of what you've been doing. There's mm. no fruits of the change that you've made in your life. And it's the same way with God that there has to be evidence that there has been a change. You have to honestly set yourself on fire for God. In understanding the sacrifice that has been made for us, there's no way that we can continue living this dull life of Christianity where we don't tell anyone about Christ. We're not excited about the things of God at all. Because then you have to question whether you're really... In, in line with what God wants you to do, whether you're really on fire for God or whether the fire is being quenched by your circumstances, by wow. those around you, um, wow. by your influence. Like, kind of going on from what you just said, Deshaun, I want us to kind of, like, go through... I know, I know every single one of you guys, I know that we've all made sacrifices um, in our walk with God. And, like, you don't have to go specifically into, like, those, like, specific sacrifices, but... Um, like what has it been like to be able to sacrifice stuff as a young person trying to follow Christ and being passionately in love with Jesus like what has that been like um 
I'm going to just speak from my personal experience. So when I came to Christ, mm. I was in a relationship. Mm. And obviously, because I had the relationship before Christ, um, there was an idol in my heart, which was not God. Mm. So in, in now making the step to follow Christ, there was, you know, I had to, something had to give and it wasn't going to be Christ. So we had to um, give the relationship up. And it was a sacrifice. And at the, at the time, because I was so new, like I was only like two months in Christ, I didn't understand. Like, God, like, I thought, like, I honestly thought I could have my cake and eat it. I was so lost in the lies of Satan. Let me just be so real with you. Like, he deceived me into thinking, you know, you can have God and have idols in your heart, which is definitely not the case at all. Mm-hmm. So when God, when, when I gave up the relationship and I sacrificed that, um, and I surrendered and I said, God, I, I choose to follow you wholeheartedly. So this is like three months later after giving my life to Christ. I said, God, take it. I don't want it. I just want you and you alone. And I, God just switched me around. I had, I was so broken. And I remember being in my secret place. I was just so broken for God. It was like a, like a wilderness experience, I would call it. And I was able to encounter him for myself, not, not through someone else. And it just shows me like, you know, whatever you're clinging on to that God is calling you to hold on, that God is calling you to let go of, you, you better let go of that because what God's got a plan for you. <laughs> Amen. So Amen. much grace and awakening for himself. You know, Jeremiah says, God's ways are not our ways, neither are his thoughts um, our thoughts and his thoughts right. are as high as the heavens. Mm. So just think, what you mm. think is great, just magnify that by the world. And that's what God mm. has for you. Wow. And when I came Amen. to that revelation, it just made me think, God, what I had in my hand that I let go of was like, it, it, it was nothing compared to what you've given me now. I found eternal life in you. I found a true love in you. I Hello. Found taken mm. you know, the love of man is temporary mm. it cannot be compared to the love of god and for so long i was resting in the love no. of, a, of a thing of a man or of a situation rather than resting in my creator who made me who loved me so intimately that he was willing to Hallelujah. die and sacrifice himself thank you and jesus i'm just so grateful that um that um just for jesus christ and one thing i'll say about sacrifice is if god's calling you to sacrifice is because he's calling you into a level of obedience mm. and that level of obedience will take you further than anything else yeah obedience wow. is key yeah amen amen, amen. amen. Jesus. i was just gonna say like i feel as though a misconception is you know when you give your life to christ you're gonna have to give up everything that you had in your former life mm. and then as much as that is true yeah there are some negative things that you can give up that are negative like in both in both like worlds in the Christian yeah. world and in like you know the worldly world so I feel as though for me personally <laughs> <laughs> for me personally what I gave up was just like these distorted thoughts like mm. I really I really didn't have like an accurate representation of who I was in Christ before mm. I gave my life to Amen. Christ. Amen. Wow. Like I just saw myself in a completely different light. Like, you know, I mm. thought, oh, because I look like this, I can't be with these people. Or oh, like I don't mm. know, like all of these just like Come these self conscious like comments that you make when you're young and you're a girl, especially yeah. yeah. Mm. When I gave my life to Christ, I realized like none of this matters these are all lies of the enemy like Mm. this is just literally Mm. a lie like this isn't god's truth and then when i feel i feel as though when you give your life to christ you're really able to distinguish these thoughts from god's truth well mine is very similar to you you know because for me i had to let go of what i saw myself as 
and mm. put on what mm. God saw me as. And wow. in the beginning, it can be quite daunting because you're literally letting go of everyone tells you you're shy or everyone tells you you're funny or everyone tells you a certain thing. So you kind of have this identity that everyone tells you when you're younger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure some people uh, told you, oh, you're the funny one or you're the quiet one or you're the talkative one. But like, you have to mm-hmm. let that go and like allow God to continue to do a work in you because not everything that the world tells you about you is true. And not everything mm-hmm. that your family mm-hmm. tells you about you is true. It's only what the word of yeah. God says that is true yeah. and that should be your standard. Yeah. So wow, when, that, wow. when, I, when I let go of that and I put on the real identity that it's just the thing where you become free and you become your real you um we can make this one quick but um the last question is is anyone or has anyone struggled with guilt or shame i think we we might have answered it at the beginning but just quickly in case we didn't or the people that didn't speak on it um has anyone struggled with any guilt or shame after coming to christ or um when you've fallen into sin or you know um even before coming to Christ, feeling too guilty to come to Christ, etc. I think Elizabeth did speak on it, but yeah, just to clarify, yeah. does anyone else want to say anything on that? Yeah, definitely. On, Sometimes, Beth. especially when you're trying to encourage other people in Christ as well, it feels as if the devil will always come to accuse you of something that you did. So as in, say you're trying to encourage someone to build their relationship with their parents, then the mm. accuser of the brethren will literally say, but wow. weren't you the same one who was doing this, 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 this. Wow. And you can often confuse the voice under those circumstances you can confuse the voice of satan with the voice of god and you can think oh of course god is trying to remind me of my sins because i'm not good enough i'll never be good enough but the bible says in john 3 17 that god did not come into this world to condemn the world Mm. but that the world free might be saved and so whenever you feel like oh my gosh i'm not worthy i'm so unclean how can i be doing this i'm so hypocritical just know that it's not the voice of god that is yes. causing you to think in that way the bible says that god casts our sins into the sea of forgetfulness wow. so even when we remember oh, our past and we come to god and we remind god oh but god i did this 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 god is literally saying what are you talking about i have no idea what you're talking about i don't remember at all because when we plead the blood of jesus it means that we're we have to truly believe that we've been cleansed and sanctified Mm. so much so that when god looks at us he sees his son jesus christ he doesn't see our mistakes Uh. he doesn't see our shortcomings but it's satan who will try to remind us of our shortcomings to prevent us from even doing the work of god like we think how can i preach salvation to someone when I'm not taking my salvation seriously, mm. when I keep making the same mistakes. But God doesn't remember these mistakes at all. And all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. God anticipates that we're going to flop every time that we come to God. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I knew you are going to do that. I was just waiting on you to come back to me. Like, I already knew this was going to mm. happen. Um. But it's like, we can't be limited by our sins and everything because there's so much more work that has to be done. There's so many more people that have to be saved. And when we get bogged down by our sins, it just completely distracts us from the work, the greater work that is actually at hand. Wow. Wow. It's so true. There is now therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. And I think that's very key. Um, There was a period when I was struggling with severe condemnation. I was just feeling condemned left, right and centre. And again, I was deceived and I thought that was the voice of God. I thought I was genuinely facing the wrath of God because God was angry at me and all sorts of things and this is even having um read the bible for some time now at this point but I still wasn't completely set on my identity in Christ and I think when you're not set on your identity in Christ that you've met you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus 
you know, you're made holy because he is holy. You're not made holy because of all your works, because of what you've done. You're made holy by the finished works of the cross. You're made holy by the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. Okay. The chastisement of our peace is upon him. So he's yes. taken upon Definitely. him all yeah. of our shortcomings. Praise and so God. when you rest in the identity that he is now giving you freely, just accept that gift. You see, when mm. someone buys you AirPods for Christmas, you're not saying, "Ah, oh, how much should I pay you for this?" Like, gee, that's your gift. Take it. Man. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the same thing. Well, that's a flimsy analogy, but um, <laughs> same thing. One. Like, you receive the gift <laughs> and you put those AirPods on. You rock it in your Insta pic. Mm. You know, you don't you don't then give it back to the the buyer or the gift giver and say, "No, I don't think I deserve this." Okay, you take that free gift, yeah. and that's how you rest in your identity, and that's how you get rid of that guilt and that shame. You mm. just accept how good the giver is, and it's not because of how wow. good you are, but because of how good he is. And when wow. you rest in that, there's no longer any condemnation or any guilt. You know, that's really my advice to anybody struggling with that. Okay. <laughs> I think as well, like with that as well like we have to understand that like Lashawn Tari said like guilt shame condemnation are definitely not of God they're from the enemy yes. and we have to understand the way the enemy works he comes to literally kill steal and destroy so we have to remember when we get these thoughts when we get these feelings and then we recognize wow this is really not of God we understand that you know if the longer we continue to wear that guilt, the longer you continue to wear that shame, oh, that, that sin I committed 10 years ago, whatever, you stop yourself or you bridge a gap between receiving God's love. And if the enemy can bridge that gap between you receiving God's love, he can, he can kind of take you out of the game. Yes. And that's, that's mm-hmm. what we do not want to happen. So by you, even just by receiving God's love, that is a combat unto the enemy. It's something mm. associated with that. It's not about you ranting and I rebuke you, Satan. It's not even about that. It's just by simply receiving his love. Not by power. Not by literally not by, by by his yeah. spirit for real because yes. Jesus look, the God told us to love him with all of our heart all of our strength all of my all of our might yes but mm. the, the reality is you can't do that if you haven't first received his love mm-hmm. that's the first thing we have to do ooh, ooh, do you know ooh, what I mean ooh, and by yeah. receiving his love we, wow. t- we tear off the rags we tear off the gear we tear off that dirty shame and we replace it with the garments of love of peace of salvation of the blood of Jesus the yes. precious blood which we were purchased with do you know what I mean yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. White snow. Amen. White snow. Amen. Let's kind of look into Second Corinthians ten. I'm gonna quickly read it because I have it opened up here. It says in verse three, "For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down of imagination, wow, and every high thing that exalts itself against Ooh. the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience yes, of Christ." Yes, yes, yes. I was doing a Bible study in Macau Powerful, and our friend the other day. And literally, yeah. whenever you have a thought in your head that is not from God, just say in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave. I refuse Amen. to think of myself as lower than how God created me. Mm-hmm. And I also refuse to think of myself as higher than God created me in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I refuse to be proud and I, mm-hmm. and I choose to be humble unto his goodness in the name of Jesus. And just preach, like, like speak to yourself. Like, what does mm-hmm. God say about you? God, you know, because you love me first, I choose to love you too. And I choose to love my neighbor as well in the name of Jesus. And yeah. Just do that. Wow. Amen. Amen. Louder for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> louder, louder. It's true. Oh my gosh. It's so true. Wow, well, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. so I think we're going to close now. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you tune into the next episode. Um, we'll keep you updated on all that. But yeah, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Should we, do, should we do a quick prayer before we go? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff today, didn't we? 
Yeah. Yes. It's been so nice. It's been lovely. It's true. Absolutely amazing. Okay, you know what? Let me just do a quick person prayer. Thank you, Father Lord Jesus, for today. Thank you for everyone who logged on to our podcast. And thank you for the lives that are blessed. Thank you for the testimonies that are to come. Thank you for touching people's lives and for touching us as well. Because I know that after this Amen. convo, we're all leaving mm-hmm. this place charged and excited to live our life for Christ. Mm-hmm. So, Lord God, I pray Amen. also for everyone who's watching this podcast. Let them be encouraged. Let them be set on fire for you. Let them really want to know you more. And Lord God, today we spoke about burdens being released and exchanging our burdens, our heavy yokes, for your light yoke because you care for us. So, right now in the name Amen. of Jesus we exchange every heavy load every heavy burden and we put on the whole righteousness of God we say Amen. that Lord God instead of carrying our guilt and condemnation we take in our freedom in you as our children we worship you Lord thank you Father for all the testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus I've prayed Amen Amen Amen, Amen. 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 Well, guys. guys bye